Courtside Indiana podcast brought to you by Box Out Sports. Box Out Sports is a leading online graphic solution giving you the ability to create professional content in seconds to highlight your team and student athletes during a season. You can sign up for a free demo at boxoutsports.com. Courtside Indiana podcast is available on Apple Podcasts and Spotify as well as SoundCloud. You can subscribe via each of those apps and have them delivered straight to your phone, tablet, or desktop. We would appreciate a rating as well as a review on either of those apps. Welcome to episode 66 of the Courtland or Court Courtland. Who the heck is that? Courtside Indiana podcast. Good Lord. Jeez. Uh, I'm Jim Reamer. I don't know whose voice I have today, but... Um, <clears throat> That's what it's going to sound like. This is what I'm going to sound like. I do I do Bloomington radio every Monday. This is what I'm going to sound like until August. Um, if you talk to me on Mondays or or we record things on Monday. So, Zach, you're going to have to deal with me sucking gravel uh, for the next, uh, I don't know what, four months. All right. Can't wait. Nice. So you had you had girls soccer over the weekend, probably. Oh, my gosh. I had five games this weekend, two, three on Saturday. Two on Sunday. Yeah, we, we played this weekend. Uh, not girls soccer, but we played this weekend. We did well. Um, our kids figured out quickly how little we scheduled last year versus what we're going to schedule this year and got off to a good start. So I was pretty pleased with that. And I, we need to get try to get somebody on that was at the games this weekend so we could just not be me talking about my guys uh, without um, being too – too subjective, but um, sure. But uh, didn't didn't see a lot of extra basketball this weekend. Spent most of it coaching and and um, watching some older kids. So we can talk a little. I'll talk a little bit about some of the older kids I got to see this weekend. So, but we got the Indiana All Star team was announced today. So we appreciate uh, the star and Ned Kyle Ned Rip for giving us some definite content to talk about tonight. And but as as always, we're going to start with Zach uh, getting us up to date on uh, recruiting. Yeah, uh, so we've got quite a list today of offers uh, and a few commitments here and there as well. So I'll get started here with Nate Oakley from Lake Central. He's a senior. Got a couple NAI offers this week. Uh, one from St. Ambrose. One from Graceland. Both of those colleges are both are in Iowa. We just found that out tonight. Uh, Jalen Jackson picked up a couple offers, actually three offers, two D2 offers and a D1 offer. First D2 offer was from Northwood in Michigan. Second one was from Grand Valley State, which is also in Michigan. And then his D1 offer was IUPUI. Uh, Peter Suter from Carmel, IUPUI offer. Ahmad Gerard from Mount Vernon, IUPUI offer. Uh Xavier Booker, IUPUI offer, and Miles Colvin, those are both 2023s, these last two, an IUPUI offer also. <clears throat> um, let's see. Brian Preston. You Brian Preston. Skipped, yep. skipped over him in the IUPUI run. Right. <laughs> Ryan Preston from Carroll. Uh, he committed to Trine. That was a week or two ago. I just caught up on that one. Uh, we had a commitment to Hanover, which was Caden McCullough from Shenandoah. Uh, Julian Norris got a Miami, Ohio offer. Xavier Booker also got a uh, Kansas State offer, 
along with his IUPUI offer. And then uh, Perrion Robinson, guy I really like from up here, Gary Westside committed to Purdue Northwest. Yeah, that was, that was good. That's a good get for them. Definitely, definitely. And then two more commitments. We have Miles McGowan from Mooresville, Rose Holman commitment, and Reggie Abram from Hammond committed to uh, Coach Cunningham at Incarnate Word. Uh, you skipped over a couple, too. Um, Did I miss a couple others? Yeah, the, the two IUPUI ones. Jake Willan Roberts from Bloomington North received an offer from IUPUI, oh, yeah. and Ahmad Gerard um, got an offer from IUPUI as well. So, Obviously, the kicker there with IUPUI is they got a new coach. They named Matt Crenshaw, who was a former assistant there. Um, um, when, um, good Lord, he was a former assistant there. And then he went over to Ball State and was an assistant there for with Coach Whitford. And then uh, the second time around when the job came available, of course, the last time they gave it to Jason Gardner. They've had an interim coach in there the last year and a half for the last two years, really. That's a long time to be an interim head coach. I don't even think they removed the interim tag from that guy's. I don't even know his name. He just with, with COVID and recruiting, not even being an issue, uh, certainly off campus recruiting, not being an issue. I don't, I don't know that I ever taught. I didn't talk to anybody at IUPUI during those two years, but um you know, Matt, Matt's an IUPUI grad. Coach Crenshaw's an IUPUI grad. So he's, I know he's excited to, uh, to be there. And, the, you know, the campus, you know, if you've not been to IUPUI ever, even better, if you, if you were there, you know, 20 years ago or 15, even 15 years ago, the campus looks a lot different now than it, than it did then. There's, there's more, there's definitely more, more occupancy academic opportunities so there's more buildings uh, the law school is quite substantial there now and their on-campus housing is is more abundant than what it was definitely way way more options than what it was when I lived there and I don't even know if it's officially on campus as much as is adjacent to campus I mean back then the idea of living near campus was just a no was non-issue you just didn't and it was a completely a commuter school unless you were married and they had married housing nearby. Um, but now they got a lot of, a lot of nice options and, and that are nearby. And, and it would be a lot cooler going to IUPUI now than it was when I went, <laughs> I know that much, <laughs> but uh, yeah, they gave out what six offers, three, uh, three in the class of 2023 miles, Colvin, Xavier Booker and um, Jake Willan Roberts. And then the other the other three were 2022 kids, Ahmad Gerard, Jalen Jackson, and Pete Suter. So I think all those kids are, you know, that's it's a good start for those 2023 kids. I think Roberts has the highest ceiling of those three 2023 kids. I think he'll be the definite kid of those three that will that will end up being, you know, end up having a lot more high major opportunities. I, I'm a little lukewarm on Booker's situation. I think there's still some. Um, pretty big intangible things he has to improve on, you know, that I, that I know Delaney will, you know, will pound out of him. Um, but, um, you know, he's enticing a lot of his, a lot of his skill stuff though, doesn't necessarily translate in traffic doesn't necessarily translate on teams that, you know, they look, they definitely look good when nobody's, you know, with no help side, they he'll go end to end in an AAU game and, 
that's just not going to happen at the high school level. Um, right, right. You're going to have way more discipline transition defense. Um, but he does have a nice touch at 6'10". He's, he's plenty long, that's for sure. So the rest of it is just how is his body going to fill out and if he can just really improve his motor. So um, I've written that a couple times today and it sounds a lot nicer coming out of my mouth than it did when I was typing it. But um, And Colvin is, 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 is an interesting kid. He's a fantastic scorer. Uh, he's a high, but he's a high volume guy. And sometimes the ball does stick with him and, um, you know, but he can get, he can get going. So he's a, he's a nice shooter. He's got good range and good bounce. And, you know, the rest of it, I think is going to be for him is more and more that secondary ball handler is, is a playmaker, you know, is, is also a secondary playmaker. And that's the part of his game that I think he has to really improve on as well as being a, a more consistent defender. So especially off the ball. Um, but again, a lot of that no different than Booker's is, is could be thrown away as a function of youth. So, um, you know, cathedral is definitely going to get it out of Booker and because um, that's, it's kind of eat or be eaten with their, their schedule. So, um, you know, he'll, he'll get that figured out pretty quickly. So, and obviously, I we we both love Jalen Jackson. I think that's a great level for him. Yep. I think that yep. ultimately ends up being that Horizon League, Ohio Valley. I think that's a really good place for him. Um, one of those two leagues, no indifference to the, the Division two schools that have offered him. I think he would be great in the GLVC as well. So, um, and whatever. I mean, Northwood, obviously, Reckaway used to coach at St. Francis. He still recruits Indiana very hard. And Grand Valley State has always recruited Indiana hard. So, Grand Valley is not part of the GLVC, are they? Um, I don't believe so, but I'd have to check. Let me check real quick. I think I've got that <clears throat> noted. Um, I don't have all the conferences for the Division II schools, but Grand Valley is in – right now there's somebody yelling at the – Grand Valley is in the Great Lakes Intercollegiate as well as Northwood. I'm okay. almost 100% positive they're in the same conference. Yep, they are. Um so those are so those are good. It's a good stable of kids for IUPUI. And when you're IUPUI, that's what you have to do. I've always thought they should be aggressive. I've always thought they should be aggressive in the Indianapolis area. And so it's good to see them stepping up and doing that. I don't understand why um, in the past they didn't offer kids that might end up at high majors or that probably project as being high majors. I don't understand. Like, they've, you know, there's already an offer out for hooks. I have never understood why they haven't just tried to corner the market on Marion County kids, even if they don't think those, those kids will give them the time of day, just, just right. do it. Just be involved. Right. You may get one of them, you know, um, you know, you may get one and you may slip into one that, that, you know, for whatever reason, isn't as highly as recruited as some guys like us think so, or think should be. So, and just uh, a couple of things of note, uh, coach right is no longer the coach at Northwood. It's Lonnie Griffin. When did that happen? Uh, <laughs> I I saw it the other day, so that's the only reason. Oh, why really? I it's recent. I, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, good. And then uh, Peter Suter just picked him up an offer from Bellarmine. Nice. Well, <laughs> yeah. The the Bellarmine thing. Um, not my favorite people. Not not my favorite people. That's more of a personal recruiting thing than anything. But uh, 
I don't think anything down there has changed. So I'm not, not sure how I feel about Bellarmine, but I know they're division one school now, so that's good. But yeah, right. I don't think I'm on the Davenport Christmas list anytime soon. And I'm on the Christmas list of those who were involved in that or witnessed that in real time on Twitter one night. <laughs> we'll talk about that off the air sometime. So, um, Indiana all-star team was announced today. And, uh, I don't know, you know, the only surprise was they went to 14 guys. I guess they, i saw that briefly mentioned in the star that they just sort of, because of COVID, they wanted to bring in one more guy. I thought maybe because of how good the class of 2021 was, but they were, (laughs) they wanted to bring in one more guy. (laughs) Why should we kick somebody off? We can just add a guy and let coach Osborne deal with it. (laughs) Yep. Uh, Shamar Avance from Lawrence North, Brooks Barnheiser from Lafayette, Jeff, Jalen Blackman from Marion, Luke Brown from Blackford, Caleb first from uh, Fort Wayne Blackhawk. He obviously is Mr. Basketball, Luke Goody from Homestead. Silver Creek kids back-to-back, Cooper Jacoby and Trey Kaufman, uh, J.R. Kineski from Saint, South Bend St. Joe, Blake Sisley, Heritage Hills, Jaden Taylor from Pear Meridian, Pierce Thomas from Brownsburg, Brian Waddell from Carmel, Blake Wesley from South Bend Riley. Any surprises? Uh, <clears throat> I know some – I saw some rumblings up here from some guys that uh, they're disappointed there's no region uh, – uh, representation they thought yeah. they, they felt maybe Kamari Peterson or and or uh, Chris Mantis should have made this list right we we discussed Mantis more than Kamari I'm no, not even sure yeah we did we even talk about Kamari in this context uh, I don't believe as much it, as so. we liked him right oh yeah we, we love the kid but yeah but I mean, the Manus thing, I think, was coming down to um, some of this, too, is team-related, team success. And, I'll, I'll be, and I'll, I'm going to throw out a name, and then we're going to talk about, okay, well, if we bring in other names. I saw something today about Lincoln Hale not making it, and the, the guy on that part of the state that was talking about it mentioned, you know, I guess being top 25 in the state all-time score isn't good enough to get you on the all-star team. And I can absolutely tell him, yeah, he's not the first one that's had that happen. So uh, that has nothing to do with it. And sometimes that can be a function of, Hey, you go to a small school, you, you play a lot of small school teams. And sometimes people think you're, you know, you're that production might be a little bit inflated. Um, That, that is definitely not, that is definitely not specific to Lincoln, I think that's in general. And the, the number one example of that would be, although he's not top 25 score of all time, would be Brandon Hope or Kurt Hope, sorry, at Bar Reeve. Uh, clearly a kid that I thought should have made it. Um, and if you're going to compel me to say, well, who would you take off the list? Well, when, last time you and I discussed this, we talked about some of the guys we were looking at. I didn't even have Jalen Blackman on my list. He wasn't even in the, on my radar just because I thought of the, of all the guards and they, that they do take geography into some consideration. So you've got right. Luke, Luke Brown and Goody. You've got, you've got first. Um, those were two, I don't know if strikes are probably 
too strong of a word, but those were two obstacles in Blackman's way. And I just didn't even have him on my list. And obviously one kid that I didn't have on the all-star team, but I did have him as somebody that we definitely, you know, you definitely should take a look at. I mean, that would have been high on the list would have been Jaden Taylor at Prairie Meridian. That again, team success is one of those things that when I make my recommendations, you know, I consider that. And, um, and I thought that, you know, I wondered who would be the guy that would get left off. And, and that was, um, ended up being hope, I guess. So but we, we played around a lot of different scenarios, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. And we, we were even okay with maybe Sicily not making this list, weren't we at, the, at first? Um, I mean, not okay with it, but we would have understood yeah. if he, he wasn't one of the guys on it. Yeah. I thought hope had a better year than he did. Right. Right. I mean, personally. I thought he did. I thought that now I will say this and, and I'll, I'll be, it's two reasons why I know this simply because they're both their coaches did a great job of getting information out about them. Every week when we asked for player of the week nominations, every single week we got something from heritage Hills and bar Reeve right. every single week. So as I'm reading those emails and I'm seeing micromanaging or I don't know, micromanaging is probably not the right word, but I'm seeing game by game their stats and Sicily did not rebound a ton beginning of the year. Now that improved as the year went on. I don't know what, what changed. I did not see heritage Hills play live this year. Um, There was never a time where hope didn't rebound. There was never a time where, I mean, and when Coach Thompson would send in this stuff, he would say, here's his stats. By the way, he didn't play in the fourth quarter. Or, by the way, you know, we subbed him out with seven minutes to go. You know, it was um, – I don't think more stats would have gotten hope on with what this list, list looks like. I think this list basically looked at the fact that it's a it was a 1A kid. You know, and, and they're – you know, they're going to go – the all-star team is going to favor those that play at a, at a, at a consistently more competitive level, even though I think bar Reeve did a lot to, to schedule up this year. Um, definitely. Yeah, definitely. And I only, I only have a vote. I don't, I only, and the, the all-star team is not determined by vote. Basically what you do is I think we mentioned this last time is, or one time is you vote for Mr. Basketball and then you make nine other recommendations for the all-star team. That's basically what it is. Um, and I think my recommendations get pretty subjective, um, as I go down the list. So, um, like I, I definitely nominated Gus Hutchison. So I, I thought he at least deserved that consideration, even though with, again, all these guards, I, I didn't think he, I thought he would be on the outside looking in. So, um, but from a talent perspective, there isn't, and a production perspective, there isn't any of these kids that don't deserve to be on. I mean, Blackman had a heck of a year, and, you know, Jaden Taylor doesn't have a whole lot with him right now. Um, you know, even a couple of the kids that have been playing alongside of him are focused on other sports. And it's it's tough. Perry Meridian doesn't have a whole lot of easy games on their schedule. So, um you know, I, I, but I did, I did think ultimately that would be what was, what would go against him. And, and here we are, there's no, there's no DJ Hughes. So, um, 
We, did thought, we mention Pierce? Did we mention Pierce? Might we did? No, I no? I had him on there. Okay. I I mean I definitely had him on there. He was on a list of. Um, I didn't necessarily have him as a lock. And again, it was only because Brownsburg struggled throughout the year. Right. Um, That's what we talked about then. Yeah. But he was in my next, my definite list. I I think of 13 kids, I think I had nine locks, three, what I thought were wild cards. And then, um, then I went straight to the fact that no 4A champion. It's it, I, it's not you, a 4A champion has had an Indiana All Star each time. So, assuming their best players are seniors, and that's where Brian Waddell comes into play. Right. And who knows? Getting there may have been just enough too. I mean, but um, you know, if Carmel gets beat in the regional, I don't know if Waddell makes the team. Maybe if Osborne's on there, and he would be deserving. He had a hell of a year. And statistically, no Carmel kid's ever going to put up huge numbers. Um, not not with not with the motion offense they run where there's there's more balance than a lot of teams experience. So, yeah, no, DJ. Seen, oh, go ahead. Sorry. I mean, yeah, probably DJ Hughes needs to be on this list. But then, who would I not have had on there? Because I had DJ Hughes. So, which three did I not have? Blackman, Taylor. I have to go back and read that. I don't remember who I didn't, who I wouldn't have had. I felt like I had Sisley on there. Um, I did not. I'm pretty sure I had West. Yeah, you didn't have anybody from Southwest Indiana. Yeah. So the Mike Hutton of Southwest Indiana would have had a problem with you. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, I can't remember who I who the other guy because I had Hughes on there. Huh. I can't remember. I mean, what... to you are are Sicily and Mantis. How close are they to the same player? Because I haven't seen Sicily. They're not. Uh, Manny Sicily's a, a a skilled four. Okay. Um, who's probably a little stretchier than I than when I last saw him play live. Um, Hope was Hope got the better of him when they played in AAU. Man, our Sisley struggled with Hope's physicality. Okay. Um, you know, Bellerman's got themselves a good one there with with Hope. And and again against you know Carmel, he was hit a, he hit a, at least one three. I can, maybe he hit two. I can't remember. But of the pick and pop variety, and I think that aspect of his game only improves. Um, I don't know how well Sisley guards. I mean, it's, I I think that I just thought Kurt was. I mean, I had Sisley on the team, so I don't. You know, I'm not trying to make too big of a comparison, but I thought between the two, Hope was the was the better was the better play, right? As much as I like Blake, but again, I had Blake on the team. I'm just trying to figure out who who I didn't have. I can't remember. Um. Anyway, can the juniors get a? Can the juniors? Um, sorry, they just came across former Vice President Walter Mondale died at ninety 
not that that has anything to do with basketball, but that's still a big deal when a vice president passes away. So can the juniors take a game or they're just playing one game, right? So can the juniors beat the seniors? I mean, the answer is yes, they can. The question is, will they? (laughs) I don't think they will. (laughs) I don't think they have an answer for (laughs) Goody or, or first or, or that crew. I don't, I don't think they have an answer for that right now. See anything? I don't you, think so either. What are you I was, looking at? I was reading. I was trying to look at total uh, scoring leaders, career scoring leaders. Oh. Because the, the Lincoln Hale thing had me oh. intrigued. So. Well, the, I think the answer you're going to find is Brady Atkins. Um, hold on. Yeah, let's go there. Let's do that. I think the, the main answer there is, is definitely going to be Brady Atkins from Morristown. He's 17 on the list. I don't know. Yeah, prolific high school scorer. Didn't make the all-star team. Okay. Not even sure he made. I mean, like Jalen Moore, did he make the he make the all-star team his senior year from Cloverdale? No. no. Okay, see. He's, he's 12th on this list. Yeah, not even close. Yeah. As far as – because, again, a lot of good guards. Right. Where are we here? There we go. State scoring records. Career scoring leaders. Um, I mean, obviously Boyd did. Nice. Yeah. Jalen Moore did not. Um, and, and again, you know, when Cooper Nice came through, who's 10th, you know, they they had better records. And then Jalen Moore's senior year, they just, that next year, they just weren't as strong. Um, Brady Atkins did not make the, that, that's who I was thinking of. Logan Irwin did not make the All-Star right, team. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure Grayson Flitner made the all-star team. Hold on, let's check. So, I mean, just because you're on the scoring list doesn't give you an in for the – And I got oh. – I was going to reply to that tweet, but I got sidetracked and – Sorry, and I got sidetracked looking at this list. No, no, you're fine. I got <laughs> – I was going to reply to the tweet earlier today, but then I got sidetracked with with, with a, a work project that uh, doesn't pertain to basketball. So, if those things exist – but um, now I'm looking for 2006 Indiana All-Star team to see if Grayson Flitner made the All-Star team. It wasn't a huge class, so he may have slipped in there, but I don't think he did. Nope, he did not. So you've got one. Hayden Lang- Lankabold did not. Did Hayden? Hayden didn't make it either, did he? 2018. Um, Hayden Lankable did not. So, yeah. So, whoever tweeted that, you got one, two, three, four, um, five. You got five guys above where Lincoln Hale allegedly ended up. I don't, is Lincoln Hale in? 20 he's 24th on the list lincoln hale is yeah not on this list is it not updated why is I'm luke on, browns i'm on john harrell say so why is luke brown updated but not okay i'm on the ihsa list luke brown's number four on this list yeah he's number four all right sorry for that little inter- interruption there i don't know if it if that's going to play out on 
on audio or on the recording or not, but uh, uh, we're, we are stumbling around this list anyway. So yeah, there's a few guys that, uh, that are above Lincoln Hale. I guess he passed Lincoln Bull and Flitner. So the, whatever was on the ITSA website wasn't up to date. So there's just no correlation. And, and all those guys are small school guys. So, I mean, that's just, you know, that's just part of it. And that's the, that's the, um, that's kind of the price you pay because you would, you, you, you lose in competition, you lose in reputation, I guess a little bit. So, um, and plus it's just loaded at his position. I mean, who, I mean, if you like Lincoln Hale, who on this list, Brooks, let's let's look at shoot pure shooting guards, pure wings, Brooks Barnheiser, Luke Goody, uh, man, Cooper Jacoby, J.R. Kineski, Jaden Taylor, Pierce Thomas, Brian Weddell, Blake Wesley. Who is he? Who's he better than? It's not his fault that this guy tweeted that. So it's, it's, it's not like Lincoln Hale's up here making a big stink about it. Right. So I, you know, we shouldn't overlook that fact, but, and there's always somebody that comes out, especially in social media, and, and really lays down the hammer of, well, this kid deserved it. He's getting screwed. I mean, you know, then there's a guy like me who brings up Kurt Hofe and DJ Hughes. So <laughs> I'm not sure I'm any better. But at least at least there's no, um, you know, it wasn't something as arbitrary as, well, he just happened to be top 25 in scoring. He just, I mean, he's he's a varsity starter since he was a freshman in high school. He wouldn't have been a varsity starter in the Mick as a freshman in high school. Just, he just wouldn't have. Right. So, and I, and I brought up Mantis and Kamari Peterson just because of. Oh, absolutely. Well, yeah, no re and no region coverage also in the, on the list. And I think that's, I think that's a legitimate issue. And that's what we talked about when you brought your list up and you didn't have anybody from Southwest Indiana. I, you know, we, we went back and forth on that a little bit on, well, look, I don't have anybody from Northwest Indiana. So right. we, we figured, you know, we, we figured that that's geography is part of it. It's, it's not dead set, but, you know, I think Manus would have a better play than Kamari. Um, it's just a loaded class. I mean, there's no, there's really no way to go wrong, but there's going to be some talented kids that, definitely get left off and you know we've had some years you know we've had years where there's been you know nai guys make this list you know there's definitely years where there's division two guys make this list there's none of that on this team right i mean how many of them are let's see there's one two three four five six seven eight, nine of the 14 are either committed to or have a high major offer. Waddell being the only one of that list that isn't committed. Um, you know, and you get a guy like me that thinks Cooper Jacoby probably could be a high major. There's people that probably think Luke Brown should be recruited, you know, because of his, the premium of shooting and the fact that he does have good court vision. Um, you know, so I mean, that's that's a pretty stacked team. Uh, I don't, you know, that'd be fun to watch. So, well, anything else? 
Is, were you going to mention any any guys you saw this weekend? A couple guys here or there. Yeah, I did watch. I'll, I'll stick with the 2022 kids. I did watch um, Indiana Elite's 2022 team this this weekend, and and um, the the thing that I thought stuck out was just how much how athletic the McCracken kid is from not McCracken, um, Mahaffey. Oh man. Who's the kid from Ohio? Um, <laughs> daggone it. This is why I don't cover Ohio. Right. Um, yeah. Hold on. I'm going to find it. So did you it. watch the, was this the Connor Siegen team? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Connor yeah. did well. Connor, Connor did well. And then, um, and Mason Nicholson's playing with them, right? Yeah, Mason was okay. Rocco Moratori was was good. He, um, you know, he's gotten thicker. His like his, his lower body's gotten thicker. His upper body's certainly gotten thicker. Um, but he is, he's just got to get quicker. Yeah. Uh, Babuziak played, didn't play a lot. The game I watched, I did not get to see. I just got to see one game. A season was good. Jaden Brewer played the point for them. They they kept trying to connect with him on lobs and, and it didn't work. Um, it just kind of sniffed out. It wasn't like I mean they they ended up winning pretty handily. They beat the uh, they're basically their second team in the Elite North. They beat those guys. It was probably I think probably a fourteen or fifteen point game by the time it was all said and done. But the kid I was thinking of was Evan Mahaffey, and just how athletic he is and and how much improved he is off the dribble and how he can get. He can get to the rim. Um, any mid-range catch, any anything. I mean, he just—he's so quick with the ball and so strong. Really liked watching him play, and and I don't know. But I, I thought for a while that they were um, North was going to keep up with them, just because I don't know what kind of shooters they have on this team outside of a siege. And I know people have talked about Loving's Watts shooting. I've not fully seen that uh, in in the past, uh, but a season is definitely legitimate. But I, I will say, Loving's Watts was really energetic on the defensive end this game, and and played hard. And that's something that he's needed to do was to stay engaged off the ball defensively. And you know, from a hypercritical perspective of you know analyzing a kid's game, and he, he was this game. So they. Um, they just didn't really have anybody that could hit outside shots that game other than Connor. And, and, but once, but their size was just too much for that North team. So they really spent. Uh, how about, how'd Claver look while we're talking about that team? Uh, d- decent, not, not, not a good game for him. And a lot of that's timing. Um, you know, a lot of that's timing and, and, you know, he, um, he's a, he's a nice player. I don't know. You know he's really strong. That's it. that's one of his best assets. And again, I don't remember him shooting from outside against against Perry Meridian when I watched Bloomington North play them during the year. Um, but you know, mostly it was Brewer that, that soaked up most of the point guard minutes, and he's fully committed to going to prep school. I'm pretty sure he's going to Brewster. Um. So he is not he is he will play with them the whole year. And I'm pretty sure Mason Nicholson's going to as well. I don't think this is a gonna be a situation where either of these guys are gonna pop to division one commitments anytime soon. 
like a sort of a trial kid. Then they had a guy that I'm assuming he's an out of state guy, but neither one of us knew who he was. So I have to figure that out. Um, but yeah, they were, they were good to watch. And, um, and then the 2023 kids, I probably will just we'll wait and talk about them and we can get someone else to talk about them because I mean, I, we, as well as we played this weekend, I don't, I'd spend an hour talking about my team and nobody wants that. So <laughs> <laughs> it'd be like you breaking down GCU recruiting. That's right. <laughs> They're so, eating away at the transfer portal. I'll tell you that. Are they? they are they getting guys? Yep. I mean, Indiana had a big commitment today, but I have no clue. I mean, I've heard of Bates, Tamira Bates, but I don't know anything about him. I don't know anything about any Indiana kid or any out, anybody outside of Indiana kid any kid outside of Indiana. I don't know everything about. So there we go. Um, but that's it. I mean, as far as, you know, we're going to, we're going to go through the off season and, and have topics to talk about and, and recruiting to talk about. And as we get deeper into the AAU next week, especially when we get to Fort Wayne, the run and slam, there'll be a ton of Indiana teams there. We'll have some content there to discuss. Um, next weekend we'll be in Louisville. I'll be in Louisville this weekend with my group. And um, yeah, I don't really know how many Indiana teams are down there, but I'm going to at least make a chance, uh, take a chance to go down and watch a lot of them. So after, in between our games, so I'm looking forward to it. So you got our reads ready. Yeah, you go. Oh, you want me to go first? Yeah, sure. Uh, or you want me to just read them? I'll just read them. All right, go. Box Out Sports is the leading online graphic solution, giving you the ability to create professional content in seconds to highlight your team and student athletes during your season. You can sign up for a free demo at boxoutsports.com. And as Zach likes to say, it's not just for basketball. And um, and I, as I like to say, they've, they've moved into some video content that I think looks pretty sharp. So we need to explore some of that uh, before the next season comes. So, Courtside Indiana podcast is on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, as well as SoundCloud. You can subscribe via each of those apps and have them delivered straight to your phone, tablet, or desktop. And as always, we appreciate uh, people giving us a rating and a review. And a five-star rating would be super. And still looking for uh, direct messages on Twitter for content ideas. If there's something you want us to discuss, um, we definitely will will take it into consideration because I think there's going to be a lull in the action. I think last year we, while we we poured through the COVID stuff, it seemed like every week we had a COVID and basketball update. Yeah. Uh, this yep. this year it's just straight AAU, and I'm looking forward to uh, to uh, June getting back into the uh, the school team stuff with team camps and the Charlie Hughes Invitationals. So. What do you got coming up this week, Zach? Uh, looks like some snow tomorrow night here. Really, two to five, nice. two to five, two to five inches. They're saying. Really? So, yeah. Wow. What am I doing? What am yeah. I doing? I'm not going up there. It'll be interesting to see if we have soccer practice tomorrow and Wednesday, but All right. soccer practices and, and more games this weekend. So I'm missing out on some AAU stuff, but we'll definitely be able to get out in June and 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 even maybe end of May and a lot of July stuff. So I'm not too worried cool. about it. Cool. 
Well, we got we'll get enough. We had we had a couple eyes out today. I just they couldn't podcast tonight. So Chris did a good job watching games, but he has he plays volleyball at Zionsville. And we got a video guy that's uh, going to be a set of eyes for us too, and he couldn't podcast today. So, um, so we'll we'll do a good job of getting some eyes out and around watching games and and moving on. So, but for those that listen every week, we appreciate it. And for those that are listening for the first time, again, thank you for listening. And until next week, we'll talk to you guys later. Bye.